What is up, Boston baddies? Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work. I'm Shannon. And I'm Gail. I love that intro out of you. Thank you. Whenever we get it, I never know like what, what your vibe is. I'm Gail today. Today's technically a Monday because we had a long weekend. Mm-hmm. So girl math says that today is Monday. Yeah. But it's also Tuesday. And but it's also Monday but when this also, episode comes out. It's Oh, it's also Monday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Honestly, how I feel like this past holiday weekend yeah. was so rejuvenating. Like oh, having, for you. I just, I yeah, I mean, that. maybe not for everyone. Maybe people actually <laughs> did things. But last week I talked about this. I was like, I need a weekend to do nothing. Because I felt like ever since mid-December, I it's like December, the month of December was insane. We went away for New Year's. I went to New York um, with my sister literally a week later. And I'm like, I have not had a weekend to literally sit and organize and like get my life in order. And now I feel like I feel like a new woman, you know? I feel like... I'm also in the same boat as you. Like, I wanted to do nothing this weekend. And yeah. while I did do nothing, I did everything. Wow. Like, I got oh. I got my car fixed. I've been, like, riding with one headlight for, like, a month now. Love and I that was, about like, you. I should probably get that fixed. I took down my Christmas tree. Yes, yeah, same. Finally. Uh, you, I, okay, this is going to sound very grinchy of me. But, like, wow. I felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulders when the tree was down. Yeah. The storage unit boxes, like everything was put away. And I felt like I just had so much more space in my apartment. Like, yeah, I don't know. I've, maybe that's just like small apartment problems. But I, I do think it's because Bianca yeah. and I said the same thing. First off, she was like starting to take the tree down. And I was like, oh, we're like a early January type. Like that's that's our thing. Wait, she took it down like last weekend? No, no, like this past week. I oh. guess I guess it's mid January. But you know me, like <laughs> I'll keep it till like February at least. And put like hearts on it. Yeah, just like keep it going. Um, I will say though, when when she took it down, I got the same feeling. I felt free, fresh. Yes. And I've never felt like that before. I think like especially this year. Mm-hmm. There was just something about like, okay, like that era is over. Like I almost feel like Christmas is amazing as it is. It was so hectic. And I feel like now I'm like, we're starting a new year, time to bring some peace back into it. And I also think our apartment is just so small that the Christmas tree kind of makes it look like cluttered. You probably have like 200 more square feet than me. Okay. But the fact that we're arguing over 200 (laughs) square feet means that you know that it's bad. I just feel like our places look so cluttered with all the Christmas stuff. And then. It's like for people that have like huge like four bedroom houses, I'm like no, like for four them, bed, one for bath them they're probably sad <laughs> taking their <laughs> taking their Christmas stuff down. Yeah, well, I haven't seen you. You were doing your thing this weekend. I was doing my thing. Okay. What did you do? Literally, You're still alone, right? Yeah, I'm alone. A lone wolf. A lone oh. wolf. A p- pack of one. Michael's like, you're so dramatic. I'm like, I have a new routine. <laughs> like, I've... Wait, what did I say? I was like, I've learned that, like, I can survive. Like, I've learned that... What did I, I said something absolutely ridiculous to him over text. I was like, I've learned what I was made made of. And he was like, you're being so dramatic. So Michael has been on this, like, extended work trip for a while. He went to... Arizona um, on like a work retreat that they do every year. Um, It was a a ranch that they went to. It was really pretty. And then him and his CEO and one of their friends from work road trip to New Mexico to go skiing. Stayed in like a skiers. Who knew they were skiing in New Mexico? Didn't know. Stayed in a skiers um, like parking lot in this van that his CEO owns, which is like a tripped out van like with beds in it and all the stuff. Went skiing there, like ski and ski out off of this, this parking lot thing for skiers. Skied there for two days, road trip to Colorado to his CEO's house and has been there. And it's been like, I feel like one of those like trip of a lifetime type situations. Like everything he's doing, I'm like, you are like this cool person that goes and like explores the out. I guess it's not fully the West, but you know what I mean? And it's been awesome and very cool. But then there was like an avalanche that happened in Colorado so they couldn't go skiing. And then a bunch of flights got canceled because they're having all these weird problems with the flights. The door is going missing and stuff. So his flight got canceled and now he's not coming home till um, like tomorrow. He's supposed to come home tonight. Now he's not getting home till tomorrow night. So there was a moment where I was like, you know what? It's fine. Like I've been alone alone for so long that it's, it's okay. It's been like eight days. And you know what I think it is? 
usually I stay busy. Mm-hmm. Um, like usually like most, most weekends. I mean, I guess I don't mean that in like a bragging way. Like, like, Oh, I always have plans. I <laughs> you just have something like, to do. No, yeah. I just feel like I'm one of those people where I don't do well with idle hands. Like whenever I have a free minute, I'm like, okay, let me go do this. Let me run here. Let me like text this person and hang out. But I, re- I really made a, like a vow to myself. I was like this weekend staying in, all those things, like you said, like fixing the car, the things that I've been putting off. Shannon, I was like, organize your room. Do like the bathroom cabinets. Like <gasps> I did my bathroom cabinets. Yes, like things that you don't. It took me like three hours. I feel like we literally sound like we're 40 years old. <laughs> like the things that I didn't want to do. <sighs> I sat down and I like, you're going to unpack your suitcases from all your travels and actually I didn't put do things that. away. <laughs> like all those little things. And I was like, no TV. Like I made a deal with myself like Saturday So you didn't Sunday watch night. Saltburn? No. I was like, wow. no. I was like, no TV no movies, only journaling. Like I was like nothing. Like I tried to like remove myself from all media except a little bit of, a little bit of my phone. And I think because of that, it was so good. But I think that made me feel even more like, oh my gosh, like Michael's been gone for so long. I really, really miss him. Not that I don't always miss him, but usually when I'm like, I have plans with people and I'm like going out and I'm doing things and with my friends, like it's obviously you don't notice it as much. Well, this is good practice for March when they leave us for 10 days. Yeah. But we're going somewhere now. We are going somewhere (laughs) now. I am so freaking, this all formulated today. Literally like two hours ago. I was having a major, I think because of my spiraling from this past weekend, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to put myself through this again. So I'm going to back. I'm going to book a trip. And I texted everyone. And I was like, I'm sorry. I need confirmation by the end of the night. But <laughs> I need to go to Miami in March. At some point, I need vitamin D. I need dopamine. And like hotels and flights booked. Yeah, literally like, today. I also very felt really bad because I knew I was having like um, – obviously like a, a bunch of, cause I wanted to do a girl's trips. A bunch of girls were texting me like, I'm so sorry. Like I can't go. I have all these other commitments or it's just like, it's super last minute. And I almost felt bad for putting that on people. Cause I didn't want people to feel like they had to go. I was like, I just personally need to do this. Like I will literally go to By Miami, yourself. check myself into the one hotel, AKA rehab, AKA the one <laughs> hotel. I'm kidding. Sorry. It wasn't funny. Um, <laughs> and I will literally just sit there for like four days by the beach eating like the Caesar salads that they have with salmon on them and drinking a mojito. Like I will do that by myself if I need to, but I would like love a company. Yeah. I'm really thankful. There's four of us going. It's going to be so fun. Yeah. I'm excited. I love the, I like when we get into that mood where we're like, all right, let's pull trick. Let's do shit. Let's do it. Let's do it. No, it's honestly perfect because uh, as long as we've been friends, we've gone to Miami every single year. And this was going to be the first year that we did not And it wasn't sitting right with me. It felt weird. It wasn't sitting right with me. And like, yeah, like I'm short on PTO. I've already pa- planned out my entire 2024 PTO. And I'm like, I'm squeezing this trip in because when the girls are calling, you got to answer the phone. You got to answer the phone. You got to answer the phone. You got to answer. And now it's I'm so, stressed. I know. Don't like we have to think about outfits and dinner. And we don't have Michael to plan it for us. Like it's all on me. Oh, yeah. That is a lot of stress for you. I know. I'm kidding. No, I obviously will help. I like it though because I felt like we kind of just like there's four of us. So usually there's like so many people. I do think it's nice the four of us were like, how about these four restaurants? And we were like, great. I'm like, wait, this is nice. Like (laughs) it, it, it is easier to accommodate a smaller party and we've all traveled together so much that we kind of know the vibe, True. which is nice, but I think it's going to be good because it's going to be a girl's trip. The thing, um, for those listening, I feel like we always talk about going to Miami and it is interesting because I never thought I was going to be one of those people that like had a certain place I went back to it every feels single like year. I do feel like Miami's become that place though, because it really is in my mind, there's like Las Vegas where I'm like, okay, you go to Vegas to gamble and party. Like th- there is really not much else to go. Like I'm not really, eh, actually just kidding. I have a friend that's gone to Vegas before and gone on like kind of a wellness type journey with like spas. Maybe I just haven't seen that side of Vegas, <laughs> but I feel like because there's no ocean and there's no beach, like in my mind, I'm like, you go to Vegas to drink. At least that's what I believe. I think Miami, it's so fun, but there's also this whole side to Miami, which is very like nice and relaxing you go to nice dinners Mm -hmm. you can be in bed at a reasonable hour you can go to brunch you can just be on the beach maybe not all those things but like (laughs) at least to some extent you can go to the spa so we're trying to make it like a fun but relaxing girls trip yeah I'm really excited um I feel like I'm in a mood where like 
the general public is pissing me off. Oh, okay. So it, it started last Isn't week. Isn't that just like your normal mood? <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. It started last week at the Pillows and Beer live show. For those of you that don't know, it's Craig Conover and Austin Kroll oh, from yeah. um, Southern Charm. Okay. And there was just this one Karen there who just really mm, grinded wait, my wait, wait, gears. Wait, wait, wait. In the audience or was literally, she a member of the In the show? audience. Like she was an audience member. But okay. like literally just just scanned my ticket to walk in and she was already being mean to me. And I was like, mm, lady. She mm-mm. worked there? No, oh. she was no, she was just behind me in line. Oh, okay. So like instantly you're saying as soon as you showed yeah, up, she was the second just- I showed up and I was like, oh, I don't like you. And then today, you know, it's like snowing slash raining. There's like some weird mix going on. And I'm walking. <laughs> there's this- some weird mix going yeah, on. Yeah, there's some a weird vibes. Mix, a yeah. wintry mix going on. I'm walking on the sidewalk. And like, this is a PSA to anyone that has children. Do not give your child an umbrella if they don't know how to use it. Oh, my God. Oh, so you are in a bad mood. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to kick that that he was probably like i don't know like old enough to hold an umbrella it wasn't like a toddler like Mm. it was like a child okay it was a child that could properly hold an umbrella and like i'm like i didn't have an umbrella i'm still dodging this child's umbrella yeah like get out of my way get out of my way you know Honestly, what is it with people? The so, the what is it? Spatial awareness. Oh yeah, that the spatial awareness. I can't. It pisses me off. I'm sure that was quite hard for you. It was. <laughs> no, I completely agree. You know what's funny? One of my goals, and not just like a New Year's resolution, but a life res- resolution, Patience. is to stop fighting with children. <laughs> the amount of times. I, I didn't say I've anything. I've almost gotten into it with a child. Like literally really? like an eight-year-old boy every time. And like we're making faces at each other. Like last winter we were skiing at Sunday River and this like eight-year-old kid like cu- completely cut me off. And I was like, watch where you're going. And they like turned around and gave me a dirty look. I turn around and give them a dirty look. And Michael's like, <laughs> Shannon, that's, that's, that's an eight-year-old. Like you don't need to be. No, too- screw them. No. But you got to toughen up these kids. We were at the Celtics game with like Ashley and Austin um, for Recently. Ashley's birthday. Recently. And it's like, this kid kept getting up to go to the bathroom and kept making everyone stand up. And then he like cut in front of me in line when we were like, how many times? I was just like looking at him. And I like almost was like, wait, I'm like, I'm 28 years old. And then I was like, okay, there is going to come a time in the the not so distant future where some of my dearest, like closest friends and family members start to have children. I need to get over whatever. I'll my fight problem. them too. No, yeah. like, I, I, if I your do, kids whacking me with an umbrella. It's, it's fair game. I hold on to the fact that I think that when someone that I love has a child, I'm going to yeah. love their child. You could still love I them just, and fight them. I just, no, I agree with that, <laughs> but I just don't think I like, I don't, I'm not around a lot of children. Yeah. None of my family has children. None of my friends have children. So, like, I whenever I that. see a kid, they're usually doing something to annoy me. I don't <laughs> want to be the person that's like, oh, I hate kids. I don't want to be that person. Like, I want to love them. I want to love them. <laughs> I want to get there. You know, like, that's it's a goal of mine. Well, you know, I want to love... To your larger point... <laughs> beer, I, but it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. To your larger point, though, I do think I go through periods, too, where I'm like, why is everyone pissing me off today? Yeah. Like, it happens. And I, like... Again, I don't want to be that person. Maybe it's like that's our, walking around grouchy. Our cycle. Because other times I go through periods of time where I'm like weirdly nice to everyone, and I'm like, I get my coffee, I'm like smiling at people. They think something's wrong with me. I'm like, it's. I don't know. Maybe there's like a happy in between. You know. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. Maybe <laughs> this is just how it is. Maybe. What did you do this weekend? I didn't see you. Well, like I said, I tried to do nothing. However, oh yeah. Um. A few things that I did. So I you tried, had to have done something. I basically locked myself in my apartment. On my, my parents came up to see me Friday night. Took me out to dinner. I saw you on Thursday, oh, and yeah. then which I guess isn't weekend, but in my mind is weekend. Kinda baby, baby weekend. Saturday and Sunday I was like organization, and then I treated myself with like a self care day Monday. So I woke <gasps> up, went to Ooh. Solid Core, like got myself a cute latte, and then I ended up going to the sauna. So I went to Sweat House in Somerville. I can't believe you drove to Somerville. You know, know how close that is to me? And you didn't invite me? It's it's close to It's you. Assembly Row is like 10 minutes from me. So is my apartment. So <laughs> literally, I'm pretty sure I live less than 10. It's a seven-minute drive. <laughs> You're acting. 
<laughs> you're acting like I live. It's an like an hour. Half- yeah, but you're acting as if I live an hour and a half away, and I was like in your hometown and didn't stop by and say hi. I mean, the fact that you left Seaport. Okay. And didn't invite me. And didn't invite you. That's I don't a, know, that's, that's a kind of weird behavior. Okay, that is odd. I don't know. But I've was, always wanted to go. Did you enjoy it? I loved it. Yeah, I went to a um, infrared sauna place a year ago, and they ended up like moving locations to a different city, so I could only go once. And I was yeah. like, I've been like wanting to go somewhere else. There is a place that does it in Seaport, but they're fully booked. So oh. I was like, all right, sweat house. For those like fifty dollars. Dude, it's so it was it was forty dollars, which is just ridiculous. I think for your first time, and then I think it goes up in price. Oh, lucky me! I don't really know. So, for those of you that don't know, um, I mean, I think most of us know what a sauna is. <laughs> I just said that. No, tell, tell the tell it, the kids. It's like a hot room. <laughs> it's like a hot room with a red light. So basically, there's saunas, and then which like you walk in and you feel the heat. It's like so hot in there, you're instantly like, whoa! Like I feel like I can't breathe. Infrared sauna isn't like that. So infrared sauna uses infrared light. Um, which like directly targets your body. I don't fully know the mechanism behind it, but it's it can, fancy. It can get up to like 150 de- degrees, but the air doesn't get hot because it's targeted heat. Like it targets. Your I body. still feel like I can't breathe in there, though. It's interesting. Yeah, there's still a part of you that's like, wait, can I breathe in here? But it's not like that muggy like heaviness you yeah. get from a sauna. So when I walk into the infrared sauna, like I'm like, oh, like I feel normal. I can bring my phone in there. Like it feels chill. All of a sudden, you're profusely sweating, and you're like, oh, it actually is very, very hot. So you go in there. Sweat house, like all they do is saunas, cold plunges. I don't know if they offer other services, but like this is what they specialize in. So it's not like a gym that happens to have a sauna. Like this is what they do. Um, there are like five or six different levels on the sauna. So different <gasps> colors that you can turn it colors. to. There's red, there's orange, there's yellow, there's um Wait, so blue, the, the color means nothing? The colors mean something. So all infrared sauna is very good for you. There's all these studies that have come out to say that like going in the sauna, I don't know if it's like twice per week, could increase your life expectancy by like, I don't even know, some crazy percentage. It's really good <laughs> for you. Um, it's awesome for awesome for relaxation. It does like great things for your um like your detox pathways, like so detoxing. Um, if you're going through trying to get, you know, like harmful, like what are they called? Like, toxins good, out yeah, of your body. Detox, yeah. yeah. So it's great for that. Um, some people say that if you go enough, it's like it can aid in like your weight loss, like all these different things that it's just phenomenal for you. Um, it's also really good for like your mental health and it has calming effects. So infrared in general is great. Um, but then the colors, the different color that the light can be like dictates like how it's going to affect you and make you feel. So apparently I didn't know this. I thought the red one was supposed to be relaxing. Red one is supposed to be very like rejuvenating. It's supposed to give you energy. So I think if you are looking to go to the infrared, like in the morning to start your day and you're like, I want to like leave this feeling like refreshed and energized, like ready to get my day started. Red is like passion, intensity. Like you're supposed to leave feeling very like good. I forget which color. One of the colors is like supposed to lead to creative inspiration so if you feel like you're like lacking inspiration do you believe in that do you think it can really i don't i don't know if i fully believe in that i mean some of it's is, a little a, a bit much it's like is the temperature the same throughout each color yes yes it's okay. all it's all like right around 150 degrees part of me is like is it placebo like you go in there feeling like it's gonna make you feel inspired it's all of a sudden you feel inspired yeah. i don't know right i'm not gonna say i fully subscribe to it but um i will say that the the two that i do kind of believe in is the red making you feel energized. Because I do think there's something like studies about like red light in general, just looking at it for a certain amount of time that can have an effect. And then the one I did was blue. So it's a really deep, dark blue. And you're supposed to leave feeling like relaxed. It's supposed to be good for your muscles. Mm, I need that. Joint pain. Um, and obviously for inflammation and stuff like that. So I went in and I scheduled because um, it was like the long weekend. So it was like a Monday morning, 4.15 p.m., um, sauna. So I went and I did the dark blue and I will say, cause you're in there for an hour. So you have an space. hour, you have the space for an hour. They also have a vitamin C infused shower. So you have the whole room to yourself. So you can go in and out of the, the sauna, um, like at, at your, whatever you want to, if you want to take a break for a few minutes, you can do that. You go back in, you have the whole room for an hour. And then in that same room is like Holy a shower moly. that you can walk into. The shower is infused with vitamin C and it's like super, super calming. So Usually they recommend that you go in the sauna for like 45 minutes. You give yourself 15 minutes to shower, put your clothes back on. And that way you can leave and you're not all gross and sweaty when you put your clothes on. So it's really nice. Um, They say that you can build yourself up, like maybe start off with going in for a half 30 minutes and like work your way up. Honestly, I went right in for like 45 minutes and I felt fine. So I think it just depends on like your heat tolerance. One thing I would recommend though is I like poured myself like a giant Stanley water bottle 
um, and put electrolytes in it and like with yeah, chugging you that need before to and like honestly during because you are losing a lot of water. Like, water and you are sweating a lot when you're in there, especially for a full hour. So I would recommend that, especially if you're just getting started. I go um, to this infrared sauna in Eastie. Like I can too. walk to it from, well, I have like probably 18 credits left. So I haven't gone that many times, but it's it's not like a luxury luxurious experience. Like they have showers, but they're not vitamin C showers. But they only let you go in for twenty five minutes. Oh wow! Okay, and th- is that what they do? It's like a sauna. Place. No, okay. It's a it's a cycle studio, and then they have Infrared. like in the men's and women's locker rooms, they have like only two saunas in each locker room. Wow. But I can only go in for twenty five minutes. Interest. That is interesting. And is it you can only go in one person at a time? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's good at least. You're not like sharing it with the top. Oh, yeah, people. yeah, yeah. It's private. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure at this place you can go if you like went, you be, you can make an appointment with a friend, you can go in there to, together and like chill huh. and like it's like a good hangout. So fun like Wait, activity so, to do. Oh, but you both have to pay. I don't know how it works. So I was talking to my sister about it. I'm pretty sure she went with her friend. So I'm like, wait, I'd like to know the details because that would be a fun thing for us yeah. to do together. You just, you can like talk for an hour and like hang yeah. out and relax. But yeah, highly huh. recommend. Um, they do say you should really go consistently to reap the benefits. But honestly, like, just gonna put this out here. It's so expensive. I mean, they're like, you should really go, like, one to two times every week. Or honestly, some people are like, you should go three times a week. So yeah. I'm like, okay, so this is, like, $40 a session. I'm not going Mine's twice. Mine's 20 a week. if you want, like, a less bougie experience. No, I would definitely do that. I mean, yeah. there's, no, like, Come I think easy. all this stuff is nice, but it's, like, it's, it's not necessary for... Yeah close to $50 a session. I think if you go once and you're like, I just want to like decompress and it's like a one-time thing, great. If you want to do it consistently, I'd recommend looking elsewhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so did that, got home and then was like on my wellness train and I've been like subscribing to the, I feel like it's so trendy right now, like the magnesium mocktails that like everyone is doing. Wait, I literally responded to your sister's story I did one for the first time last night. And when she posted Wait. it, I literally swiped up and so, like messaged so her. I. I was like, I just tried. Because I, I take magnesium every night, yeah. but I've never done the whole cherry thing. Mm, yeah. And I love it. I'm obsessed. Oh my goodness. It's it one of those so things good. like every, there's a million trends on TikTok that I just don't care for. And then every now and then I'm like, oh, wait, this is something I can get behind. Yeah. So um, yeah. And it's funny because the, the company I'm working with right now, like the hormone co- balancing company, they just yeah. prescribed me magnesium you're for, taking glycinate you I know think so. kind yes I yeah. think it's glycinate um and it's like to help with calmness I get home from work and my cortisol is so high all the time it's hard for me to unwind so they're like yeah. make one like have magnesium when you get home from work and then I saw on TikTok um for those of you that haven't seen it basically what it is is you take a scoop of magnesium um glycinate or like some of them are like a combo of like a few different magnesiums which are really really good for helping you just like relax, calm down. It aids in like healthy sleep, but not like in a way where you take a um, sleeping pill sleeping pill, and you wake up feeling like literally drugged. It's very, very like chill. So you put a scoop of magnesium, you put um, some seltzer water or like an Olipop um, into it. And then you also top it off with some tart cherry juice. Apparently 100% tart cherry juice is also very good in aiding in sleepiness. There's melatonin in it. There's natural melatonin natural. in it. It's like naturally derived. So it's not like the fake melatonin that you're like taking so you put that in there you mix it up it is so delicious so good can confirm and I don't know like I you know you pop out a little nice wine glass you put some ice in there you make it and instead of having a glass of wine you're winding down with a glass of magnesium it's just one of those things that like makes you feel happy I still though like don't understand how it's okay to like drink all that sugar before bed though like I want like a doctor to come on and like explain that it's okay yeah like I want someone to tell me it's okay and like is there like lower sugar 100% tart juice cherry juice like yeah I don't know yeah that's a good point you probably should only do like a splash so that you're not just like downing sugar before bed four fluid ounces I don't know if that's too much I have no I don't know what yeah I wouldn't be able to conceptualize (laughs) it's fun though I don't know I guess in my mind I'm like if it's that or wine like that's probably better (laughs) or it's definitely better (laughs) um but yeah, so that was that was the vibe. Um, and then honestly, like I've just been trying to get organized because this coming weekend I'm going away to New York City with my sister, which I'm so excited about. She was invited. What are you guys doing? 
I love when you ask me that, like we've already talked about it. <laughs> well, you um, literally just told me and I'm like, wow. I know. So basically my sister, one of her um, really good friends, actually in our sorority, but was like my sister's like G, G big. Grand big for those yes, of you. Yes, grand big in our sorority. They're both really close. So she is getting married at the Plaza Hotel in New York City. So my sister, um, she got a plus one and she invited me to go, which is so, so nice. much, so sweet of her and so much fun. I was like, you do not have to do that. But She's getting, like, the ceremony is in St. Patrick, Patrick's Cathedral, which I don't even iconic. know how they got into there. Iconic. And then the reception is at the plaza. So Bianca and I have been, like, scheming, having, like, the— What are you wearing? Most fun time. I know, right? It's like, what do you wear? What are you wear? wearing? So, do you and, know yet? Is it in the mail? <laughs> no, I didn't. I literally—I vowed myself. I went—you know, my spending. It was, yeah. I, I was texting Wait, you is it a black mental tie? breakdown in—yeah, it's black <laughs> tie. So I was like, okay, I, I can't buy another dress. I've gone really off the rails. Like, if anyone saw, they would they would know it's really bad. <laughs> so I'm going to rewear— um, the, the word. I'm gonna rewear that dress that I wore. To, you like threw up saying the word. I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> of, of all the things, I'm like, I wish I planned it. But if I knew I was going to this wedding, you I wouldn't have taken a photo in it. If I knew I was going to this wedding, I wouldn't have spent money on dresses to other things oh, I went to. Okay. And I also wouldn't have taken a photo in it. But the thing that I wore to um, Mystery Man Sister, I, I knew exactly which dress you're. Talking I feel like about. that's like the perfect like no, black tie, yeah. black tie wedding dress. It was also like. Very, it was very expensive. I, well, <laughs> You're like literally scratching. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, not that the dress was expensive, but like I bought this dress and then the alterations that ended up costing yeah. a million dollars because it was like a. So you better rewear it. Because it was a like literal like gown and the guy was like, it's going to cost this much to alter it for it to fit you um, because it was way too long. So, anyways, I'm glad that I have another excuse to wear it. And then my sister is going to wear the dress I wore to New Year's Eve, which again, I'm glad it's getting another wear, wear too. Wear too. I forget, but I'm the sure Bronx, it's stunning. The Bronx and Banco. Like, uh, <gasps> oh, yes. So Bianca's gonna wear that, which I feel like will be perfect on her. So we're making a little weekend out of it. Um, we're going two nights. We're we're going to New York Friday morning early. Friday morning. We're getting in. Um, you gonna do anything while you're there? Friday, we're like getting drinks. They're doing like a cocktail hour type thing. A welcome party thing. Saturday, we're like trying to have a whole like fun day. We're gonna try to go to um, it's called New York Pilates. It's it's like iconic Pilates studio, which we're trying to get into. We're going to go maybe to infrared, maybe, maybe Kleinfels, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. And then, um, and then the wedding Saturday night. And yes, we're going to try to see if we can find a casual <gasps> like wedding dress place. Not Kleinfels because I want to like. Yeah, you have to make an appointment. You have to make an that. appointment. So yeah. what I'm thinking is it'll be like a little dipping of the toe into wedding dress <gasps> shopping. I'm like, let's peruse. See if there's like a cute place that we can kind of stumble into, and this is huge. And, it is, I it is huge because I like you know how I get. This I is get, your first time. Also, just even window I think shopping. Out of all the things I think about that give me a lot of anxiety, I think dress shopping is dress, number one. Yeah. I I know it's such a defeatist attitude, but you know this. I've always had a fear of like hating myself in a wedding dress, so I'm trying to be kinder to myself and. Like, have fun with it. And my mindset is, like, I'm just going to go in. I'm pale right now. Like, embrace it. Have fun with it. Not expect to, like, obviously find the one because, like, I want to be with, like, my mom and everything when I when I do that. But I'm like, let me have fun with it and at least figure out, like, what style looks good on me and not, like, set these crazy high expectations. And I feel like that'll take the pressure off when I go for real. Mm-hmm. So I will so exciting. text you the updates and let you know. Hopefully. Yeah, I'm not waiting for the next podcast to hear those updates. And those updates. Uh-uh. All right. Uh-uh. Let's dive into drunk deeds. Sober deeds, because I am three weekends strong in dry January. She's mm. amazing. <laughs> I love it. Okay. No, I am, but. <laughs> no, no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> okay, so since, thanks. Since thanks. this is a sports podcast, I feel like we should just address. People always forget that this is a sports they podcast. They forget. It's honestly, it's insulting. Day ones, no. I walk into work and people talk about sports and then they look at me as if I don't know what they're talking about. And I'm like, Idiots. this is my job. This is yeah. my life. Yeah. We live, <laughs> breathe, eat, <laughs> and dream. Repeat. Sports. <laughs> um. Okay. Bill Belichick. Some Adios. famous coach. Some, some guy. Adi, hasta la vista. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm like being rude. We like him. Do we care? No. I do think you? I think I care. No, it's not that we don't like him. It's but like is his, his like pres- is, is his lack of presence going to like really affect us? I no. will say that given my avid sports watching tendencies, it does feel like the end of an era. 
Like it's ever since we were children. I, I think when Tom Brady left the Patriots, it really <laughs> felt I'm like, wait, what's he just <laughs> when he left the Patriots? Obviously, that felt like the end of an era. Like, all right, like all those years, like we grew up kind of watching Tom Brady be, you know, the quarterback for New England, like all those championships, etc. I feel like Bill Belichick was the other half of that story. Absolutely. Yes, there was the Gronks and like the everyone else, but people, it was Bill Edelman's, and Brady. But it was really the two of them. And I felt like when Tom Brady left, it was like, okay, there's still like a part of that left. And now I feel like the other half of that is gone a little bit. Yeah. Regardless, I know a lot of people that are like, ooh, well, he would have been nothing without Tom Brady. Like, whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't care about that. I'm just saying that like he really has been there for the whole time with the Patriots team that we all knew and loved and like the Patriots team that we grew up like watching develop, like he was the one that really created that. So I do think it is a little like kind of, wow, like that's, that's the end of. I know. Do you think he's going to retire? Do you think he's going to go coach somewhere else? I don't know if I was him, I would probably coach somewhere else because it's, I don't know. What do you have to lose? Right. I think of it as it's not like he's been absolutely like killing it with the Patriots lately to the point where it's like, Oh, why don't you just go out with a bang? So it's like, why not just go somewhere else and try to see if you can make something happen, build a new team? I also think it's not, he's a athlete himself where you risk, <laughs> it's not like you risk an injury. Like if you're going to go play yeah. somewhere, like if you're a, if you're like, you know, a football player and you're like, oh, do I retire or do I play somewhere else? Or is that risk of like, oh, well, am I going to play somewhere else when I'm, you know, 40 years old and risk hurting myself at the end of my career. I do think that as a coach, it's like, well, don't downplay walking back and forth on that field. That's really that's true. exhausting. It's yourself, a big field. Yeah. You do open yourself His up. His back to, like, probably hurts. Or an MCL, any of the, <laughs> yeah. any, but like, I do think it's like, what's the risk? You're probably gonna make a ton of money and you can just true. go coach somewhere else. And just, if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. We don't know if you don't try, baby. I Googled it. He's 71. That is, is, is that like old. an but like what's the average age of like sixty five is the average age of retirement. retirement. I don't know like about for, for coach. coaches. Who's like another coach? Can you name one? I can't. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to Google to compare. Peter, where are you? Peter, coach do you know K. Any? I know Coach. That's basketball and that's college. No, I don't want college. No, I, I want just trying to name any coach that I know. <laughs> There's Andy Reid. Thank okay, you, Andy Peter. Andy Reid. Okay, how old is Andy Reid? He's, He's 65. Okay, so we're we're do- coaching is an old man. He's industry. 65 though, so like that's like an appro- an appropriate age. I feel. I mean, I don't know if, like, I'm not gonna say it. I shouldn't say that. I'm I think you should move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, well, anyways, I mean, you're, I'm just not going to be able to sleep tonight because, like, what the hell are you just going to say? I was just going to say, like, if you can be, like, the president and be that old, uh, like, you could probably coach football. Yeah, you can do anything. No, honestly, though, I, uh, my thing is, like, if if you want to retire and, like, enjoy your life, go for it. But there are just some people who don't know who they are without their job. And if you're like, I just want to keep doing it, like, why not just do it? Get that coin. True. Whatever. As long right. as you can do it well. Well, I think a majority of people are ready for the Patriots to get a new change. At least according to our Instagram, we put up a poll asking like, what are your thoughts? New year, new coach or big mistake? And 70% voted for new year, new coach. Yeah, so, people like change. I mean, whenever they see things go bad, they me. want change. I hate change. Yeah, but when you see and something hate going down, you're like, all right, like enough of this. Like, obviously, everyone was all about it when the Patriots were winning. It's just true. It's just how we are. We like to win. Sorry. All I do is win, win. Okay, right. speaking also <laughs> of sports, Jason Kelsey has kind of announced that he's retiring and the Swifties are heartbroken. Wow. I'm sorry. This the is the fan base. He never thought that he would that have. have, I guess. <laughs> Literally, like, as of six months ago. This isn't even Travis Kelsey. This is Jason Kelsey, his brother. Oh. So let's let's not fret though, because he has yet to publicly make a formal announcement. However, he did, I guess, tell his teammates this past Monday that he will be leaving the NFL after a 13-year run. So I don't know who ESPN Adam Schefter is. I'm sure he's probably a big deal in the ESPN world, but he's the one that broke the news. So I feel like I don't know. Like, that'd be kind of weird if it wasn't true and you just started a rumor. Remember what we said about rumors? Yeah. They, I, all, they all stem from something. Yeah. I agree with that. So it probably is true. 
Ugh, I'm getting annoyed with Taylor Swift and Travis. Like, I'm just getting, I'm getting annoyed. It's not even her fault. I just, I'm like every. She's single- also annoyed. She doesn't want being on the screen every second of every game that she attends. I could tell because um, during the Golden Globes, did you watch when the announcer yeah. made that comment, being like, and she just the difference eyes, between kinda. this and watching a cheat or like watching the NFL is that you'll see less like shots of Taylor on this, or she, he said something like yeah. that. And the look that she was giving him, I was like, oh, like she, she was unamused, was not amused, and everyone was like freaking out about it. Which I'm like, dude, I feel bad for her, honestly. I don't feel bad for her at all, actually. <laughs> um, she's a which is just like one of those weird things where I don't have a habit of feeling bad for billionaires. <laughs> I just like I can't bring myself to feel bad. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but like I do think that it's like part of me is like, dude, it's a joke. I just, I don't know. I think she just wants to like be normal for a second and like she can't have this one thing but like that's what I you get, get it, when but it's you're also a like world star she's pop star another person that like preaches um you know the environment and anti global warming and then I'm pretty sure she her carbon footprint is like five times the amount of the Kardashians because of how much she's flying around that private jet getting to all of his games so like all, everything they do together it sounds personal I'm just saying <laughs> sounds that personal I, I just feel like there's some things that we allow and there's yeah. some things like We've talked about this a few weeks ago. We love to either villainize people or put people on a pedestal. And I feel like for Taylor Swift can do no wrong in so many people's eyes. But then it's like you have the Kardashians where like no matter what they do, it's bad. I'm not saying I like the Kardashians. I'm not saying I dislike Taylor Swift. I just think it's some food for thought. Did you know I put Kris Jenner on my who would I have dinner with? Like, you know that question? (laughs) Yes. So for my... It's like dead or alive. Like, who would you have dinner with? So for my company's new website, they're in the middle of a rebrand. And instead of doing, like, fun facts about ourselves, they asked, like, everyone had to answer, like, what three people would you have dinner with, dead or alive? Mm. And Kris Jenner is one of them. Who were the other two? Take a guess. Taylor Swift. No. <laughs> Come on. Are you serious? No, I know. I I know that it's Dave Portnoy. Correct. Last one. Chris Jenner, Dave Portnoy is the half to be a celebrity or can it be someone that you know? Oh. It's a celebrity. I'll okay. just tell you that. Okay. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be really hard. Alex Cooper. No, but that's a good one. Um Miley Cyrus. Okay, Miley Cyrus. Because like I was Miley Cyrus when I was like 10. Gotcha. I'm shocked they let me submit that. Um, it got yeah, approved. that's that's <laughs> like, it got approved. Like, I don't know how company, I'd like to have dinner with Miley Cyrus, Dave Portnoy, and Christian. It's hard being I the personality say, hire. Okay? I will say, the personality. <laughs> I know because everyone else is probably like, I'd like to have dinner with like some like established like foreign <laughs> businessman. It's like, okay. Probably. I guess like you didn't write like Kim Jong un, so like you're fine. Who? Never mind. Um, <laughs> so Chris Jenner, though, I do think is smart because it's like she's obviously an expert She'd at branding, so marketing. No, this isn't a business oh, dinner. Okay. This is just strictly on like vibes and like who would be fun. I'm trying to think of the three. And like let loose a- Imagine you get Chris Jenner a little drunk. Like she, like I would get all those secrets I feel out. Like she's always a <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I'm trying to think of like, who my three people would be. Yeah, who would they be? I mean, I, I have to say Jesus. I do. Okay, okay. I, like, that, has, that has to be number one. Number two, who is like, wow, I don't know. I re- I, I need Give to th- me something. I need to think about it. I really, like, just truly. Ariana? <sighs> Maybe. Mm. Like, I feel like two years ago, I'd be like, absolutely. <gasps> oh, my God. Have you moved? Wow. No, I mean, she made me a little sad, like, oh. recently with oh. all the stuff. Okay. I, got a little, I got a little down. It was it was a tough, tough look for the fandom. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can look at Ari and be like, I love you, but, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? What like, you, doing? you broke my heart. What are you doing? Like, I'm a little bit like, yeah, that was messed up. You know, like, I feel like we need to get to a point where we're like, that's a little messed up. Speaking of Ariana Grande. Yes. New song. And? That just came out. Yes, and. (laughs) I feel, like, very controversial. I had people texting me because apparently I'm, like, the number one fan. The Ariana stan. And some people were like, I can't stop listening. This is amazing. This is everything. And I, like, walk into work and one of my friends was like, that was the worst song I've ever heard. I didn't understand what it was supposed to be. And I was like, wow. I, honestly, I don't, I wasn't, like, full, full transparency. As a fan, as someone that's, like, been to her concerts, I don't think I listened and was like, "Wow, this is it!" Like when I thank, don't think it was her best. When "Thank You Next" came out, my my life yeah. changed in that moment with the drop of a hat. Like was going through a fresh breakup, was going on a New Orleans trip with the girls. We were jumping on our beds in the hotel room, screaming that song. I don't think that 
Yes And is that song for me. Do I think mm-hmm. it was bad? No. It just, it was okay. I think she could, I think she could do a little better. I I actually agree with you. Um, I think this was one of those songs where, obviously, what we just talked about, like, a couple months ago when she was under fire for, you know, doing what she did, whatever. I think she probably was like, to the studio. And then studio <laughs> we go. Honestly, kind of respect. Kind of respect. Which, which, honestly, like, if you, first of all, I had no idea what she was really saying when I was listening to it. I had to, like, Google the lyrics yeah. to put, like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm not an auditory learner. I'm a visual learner. Mm. So when I can put lyrics to what I'm hearing in my ears, like, I can vibe a lot harder. And if you read the lyrics, like, this is clearly talking about, like, Everyone talking about her a few months ago. Yeah, that is kind of the vibe I got. It ha- like, there's just no other choice. Because, like, Ariana hasn't put music out in years. Like, why else would we be talking about her? Yeah, it has it has to be about that. Uh, I, I don't, uh, like, I wasn't born yesterday. Yeah. Ari. I do, I do agree with her. I, I do agree with you oh, in thanks. saying that about her. Where I think it was definitely kind of pointed at everyone coming at her for things where like I do think that there is always going to be an element I've said this before where you know we get a side of the story we don't really know what the truth is like I don't know what happened um in that situation I have no idea if she got involved with someone who was separated I I don't know I don't know the details right so she stayed quiet obviously she didn't comment on it again I think that it was a brilliant PR move to say nothing to go ghost literally for months and months and months and then just hit the studio. Now everyone's talking about the song instead of talking about what happened. I think the more you talk about it, the worse Well, it now is. we're talking about what happened. True. That's a really good point. Um, should have just left it alone, Ari. But yeah, should have <laughs> left it alone. Um, but yeah, I think it probably is aimed at that a little bit. The only other thing I could think about is I do know that she has also like lost a significant amount of weight. And I know that Right before the scandal broke, probably like a few months before that, she was getting a lot of comments about like, you look really different. Like you look like you lost a lot of weight. Like, are you okay? Or or, like, what's going on? Like, what's up with you? She put out a video um, on TikTok actually where she commented on it. And she was like, hey, you know what? I was going through a hard time in my life like a year or so ago. I was on, you know, some medication for it. I was eating really unhealthy. I wasn't feeling like myself. Um, And... Now I've like lost a little bit of weight and I'm like off the medication. I'm eating a little healthier. Like she's like, we basically, our bodies change. We go through different periods of our life. And you just, when you're looking at someone on the screen, you have no idea what they're going through. So she was like, let's just be a little gentle. Let's be a little soft. Like let's not just like comment on what people look like. Cause there's usually so like, there's such depth and so much story behind like what's like when you see someone in front of you, that's not the full story. Like there's so many reasons why, you know, maybe they lost weight, gained weight, you know, look a certain way and like we just shouldn't be commenting all, all the time. So I don't know if it's about that or if it's about the scandal. Maybe it's a combination of both. I have no idea. This was a while ago she posted that, right? Mm-hmm. Like a, I think I remember. I remember it? Yeah, it's coming back. It was probably to me like now. a good like six or seven months ago now, maybe longer. Uh, yeah, I feel like it was longer. Um, it's it's interesting that you bring that up though because I feel like it's 2024 now. I don't know when it's going to click in everyone's head that it's like never okay to comment on people's bodies. Yeah. I feel like we've been down this road so many times. Like how many influencers, how many celebrities, like how many people is it going to take for people to, you know, realize it's just not okay. It has never been okay. I mean, yeah, I agree. It's obviously a sensitive subject, but it's so interesting because Sometimes I, wa- I wonder this because I, I think I've seen it a lot, especially lately, right? Um, where I wonder, like, what is the line between caring versus, like, criticizing? Because I think it, that line can be so thin. It's the um, intention. I've been, I agree with you. I think it has to be the intention. And it depends on, like, what, yeah, like, what, what are you trying to get out of this? For, for example, um, I've had people in my life that I cared about where, um, it was like their weight was getting t- to the point where it was pretty significant. And we, you know, me and others were concerned. And we like sat down and talked to this person about it out of like purely like concern. Like we're concerned about your health. We're concerned about like seeing this happen to you. 
It's actually been more, more than one occasion. And I feel like it was when I reached that point where I was like, me not saying something would, I, I wouldn't feel right not saying something. And like, I had to like come to them from a complete place of like, no judgment. I love you so much. Like I see this happening. Let's talk it through. Like if whatever you're going through, like I'm here for you. I just want to let you know, like, I see this. I'm concerned. Like, I love you. Like it, it hurts me to see you like this. Um, whether that was right or wrong, but I do think it was received well. Like, I think it was probably two times I can think of where I like sat down with a, someone that I really cared about and it was received really well. And we did have a really good conversation, but that wasn't me commenting on their Instagram exactly. saying, Hey, you look too skinny. Like go eat a burger. That scenario is so obvious caring and not criticizing. Like you're not being a troll on Instagram saying like, Oh, you look like a bag of bones. Like, yeah. Like what, what does that, what purpose like was that comment? What did you want to yeah. gain from that comment? You going to a friend and having a legitimate conversation out of a place of concern is it's, it's not going to come off criticizing. And I think that's the difference. Like obviously we talk about intentions all the time, but it truly does come down to what are your intentions? Like if you truly cared, like let's say you, you truly cared about a celebrity, an influencer that you've never met and probably will never met. If you truly cared, why like DM them? Right. Why are you leaving a public comment to embarrass them, humiliate them, make them feel some type of way, whatever it is that that comment is going to make that person feel like, yeah. think about why you're doing it. Yeah, 100%. And also because it's, like, oftentimes it goes so much deeper than, like, I feel like weight is something that obviously, like, we talk about as a society so much. We put so much um, an emphasis on. But usually it's it goes so much deeper than, you know, what a scale says or what someone looks like. like and I just brought up those two scenarios. Both of those scenarios were completely different. Like one of the people I spoke to about this, like they actually were in honestly like a pretty toxic borderline abusive relationship where they were so anxious um, all the time because of it that like, to be honest, they were, they just, I, their body was reacting to it and they just, they lost a ton of weight and it wasn't an intentional thing at all. There was just like so much more to the story um, that ended up highlighting that it wasn't like they weren't suffering from a, um, from like disordered eating or anything like that. They were truly going through something. And when they got out of that relationship, they ended up being fine. Um, so it's like, you just don't know what someone's going through. Right. So for you to like comment on someone's weight, like it could be very, very triggering for someone who could really be going through something. Like I've, I know people that like, you know, like going through major depressive, um, like episodes where, that is a result of it. And it could also be on the reverse side. So I think it is important not to comment. Um, I do have a question though. So this is something that I have seen recently and it's not even just with weight, it's with anything kind of lifestyle oriented where people seem to be very upset by influencers specifically. I want your thoughts on this. Um, okay. So recently Alex Earl, for example, getting a ton of hate where people are like, you're an alcoholic you have a drinking problem. You go out way too much. She's posting like, you know, funny or like she thinks, you know, funny TikTok videos um, that she used to post when she was in college of her going out, peeing herself, making a fool out of herself, sleeping with her makeup on, sleeping naked, like her friends are in the room and she's posting all these like crazy drunk Snapchats and everything like that. I feel like when she first started out and she was in college, people gave her a pass. Now that she's graduated, people are like, oh no, this girl has a drinking problem, which I'm like, she graduated a few months ago. Like, mm -hmm. It's not like she's 30, but- Everyone is saying like, oh, you are an alcoholic. You have a drinking problem. You're a terrible role model. Like you should consider the impact you have on young girls who look up to you. Um, Meredith Duxbury, another one where she's a fashion influencer. She always had like the blonde hair. She's the one that like uses way too much makeup and everyone's like, you're wasting makeup. Think about the environment. Her application process is crazy. Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> but she um, always slays at the always, end. Always. It's trust the process. She recently decided that, um, or she recently started pursuing getting into um, fashion and, you know, becoming a runway model, which I'm honestly kind of like go off. That's amazing mm -hmm. um, that she decided to pursue that. And she started walking shows recently. Um, as we know, at the modeling industry, you know, people do tend to be, um, like, there's such crazy standards from like a what you look like perspective. She's lost a lot of weight. Um, 
I think it's like some of her fans are like applauding her, being like, oh my God, congratulations. It's a huge accomplishment. She just walked, she walked. It's like an accomplishment losing weight or an accomplishment walking? Walking the show. So she makes it and like walks like a pretty big brand name. I forget which one. She walks their show during fashion week, which is, I feel like, you know, for someone that started off as a makeup influencer, it's it's huge. Um, And she's saying this is a dream of hers. She posted a, um, like, you know, glow up type video where it's like, you know, this was me a year ago. This is me now. Like, pursue your dreams. Like, you can do it if you want it, if you believe in yourself, um, which received a lot of hate because it was obviously her just getting skinnier and skinnier. And then she recently posted a picture of herself at the beach. Um, she was in uh, St. Bart's and like in this bathing suit where she looks like you can see like almost every bone in her body. And people are very upset. And they're like, you are literally promoting anorexia. Like, all I see is a bunch of like you know, bones, like rib cage. This is so damaging. You shouldn't put this on the internet, all this stuff. Um, I guess like, do you think, like, do you think that like what you just said, which is hundred percent accurate of like, okay, people shouldn't be commenting on people's bodies, no matter who they are. But do you think that influencers like should have, I guess, a responsibility that's beyond like your me posting something where it's like, okay, this could be damaging to young girls who maybe would compare themselves to someone like Meredith and look up to her and are like, oh, should I look that skinny too? Like, what are so, your thoughts? So you're asking, do influencers have a responsibility to watch what they post? Yeah, like in to th- like if you're Alex Earl, like, do you have a responsibility to like not post, you know, maybe so much like content of yourself right. drinking? If you're drinking, Ma- yeah. Meredith Duxbury and you just lost, you know, 40 pounds, <laughs> do you have a responsibility to maybe not post as many Bikini photos where you're looking, like, honestly, a little underweight. Like, Right. I think this isn't black and white. And I think both of these scenarios are very different. Because I feel like with Alex Earl and drinking, per se, I want to give her more grace, I feel. Because everyone's going to have a different college experience. Yeah. In their 20s, everyone has a different relationship with alcohol. As in the same with food. Everyone has a different relationship with food and alcohol. Um, I I don't know if I would say... I don't really think I see a problem with Alex Earl. Okay. That's just me. Um, Right. And I guess you could argue like... I mean, just whether or not you agree with it, like, okay, I, I personally do think she drinks a lot. With that being said, that, that is kind of how think, she became famous. I don't think anyone's forcing a bottle down your throat drinking t- 10 right. shots of tequila every night. I don't yeah. think... Um, right. I don't think Alex Earl... I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't think anyone has that much influence over someone's drinking habits. I mean, may, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I feel like at the end of the day, like, you're probably going to, if you're in college or a senior, you're probably going to have the same experience that you would, regardless of whether or not Alex Earl existed. I feel like there's no mm-hmm. college girl out there being like, oh, if Alex Earl can go out five days a week, so can I. And if they are, then, like, okay, they have rocks that's, for a brain. Like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I do also think that, like, there's nothing, that's not a new concept. So, like, when we were growing up, we were watching, like, Girls Gone Wild and Laguna Beach, and now it's, like, people are on TikTok watching Alex Earl and her friends. It's the same shit, right? So, it's, like, is she a good influence? Eh, maybe not, but it's also, like, okay, well, then don't let your kids have TikTok or, like, don't follow her or whatever. Also, like, you're old enough to make decisions for yourself, and, like, if you see Alex Earl TikToks and, you know, she's out partying and, like, maybe she's not studying as much for her exams. Like, I mean... That's on her. That's on her. And, like, it's not really affecting... Yeah, I think that's a good point. I don't know. I... No, I... Yeah, I can't... I can't get behind the Alex Earl slander on that. Um, I know... I've I've read the Reddits. I know a lot of people do think that she does have a a greater responsibility to, to watch what she posts. Um, but it's like, why did we make her famous? We made her f- famous because yeah. she was a, you know, pretty blonde girl that was fun and would go out and, you know, get wasted with her friends. And they were all in Miami and they were all cute and like dancing around. Like, that's why she became famous. So she just, that's what she's doing. Right. Not to say that that's right. <laughs> and it's not to say that like, that's the main content you should be consuming. Um, but like, that's just like what she does. I think the um, Meredith Duxbury thing is interesting. I actually, like, I know who she is. I've seen her TikToks. I've seen her Instagram. I, I, I have seen how skinny she currently is, but I've never like followed her journey. So as a 
audience member. Like I, I haven't seen the progression the past year. So I don't know what video you're talking about, but I do. It kind of did strike me as odd that she would post a video of like, what is it? Is it just a collage of photos? What so was it? I think what it was is, I think it was towards the end of the year she posted it. And it was basically like... Was it just a year-end recap? I think it was, um, it was like some trend where it's like, you have no, like, look how far you've come, girl. Or like something like, mm-hmm. some like voiceover thing. And it was just basically showing her over the past year. Moving from, you know, just like a influencer and like she's just getting pro- progressively skinner in each well, shot or no not it wasn't just about the weight really what she did was she was trying to post like her progression as working to become a runway model so it was like her in the beginning of the year wearing some like crazy fun outfit the makeup was crazy and then as like the year progresses you start to see her get like you know the way she dresses even the makeup she does is a lot more like minimal going for that like more modelly look like slicked back hair she obviously she dyes her hair red and then it like progresses and shows her at the end of the montage, like walking and runway shows and stuff. And it was really supposed to show you can do anything that you set your minds to. Like over the course of a year, like I moved from, you know, just a makeup, makeup influencer artist, yeah. to now a, you know, full on runway model and like, you know, set those goals. Like you can do anything that you dream. That was really what's supposed and to so be. And so that message point. got lost. I think that some people were like, oh my gosh, congratulations. It's a huge accomplishment, which it is. Like obviously becoming like running, walking a runway show you know, within the presence of like someone like Bella Hadid is a huge accomplishment. But yeah. I think that like other people were like, wait, you also had to lose a ton of weight to do that. Are you, are you encouraging that? I don't, I think it's a, it's a weird gray area. It's like really tough. Cause I can really see both sides. Like I can see her being like, this is a huge accomplishment. I wanted to become a model my whole life, but it's also like, okay, well in order to do that, she had to lose all this weight. And is she glamorizing it? Like, I don't, I don't know if she is. She might just be like, no, I just wanted to become a model and I did what I had to do to become one. Similar, remember when everyone was coming at Kim Kardashian for losing, um, I think it was like 20 pounds to fit into Marilyn oh, Monroe's yeah. dress. And she's like, listen, I had to do what I had to do to fit into Marilyn's dress. I lost 20 pounds. And other people were like, no, you're like glamorizing, you know, needing to crash diet and lose 20 pounds. Like that's, that's a bit bad precedent. Other people were like, she's just trying to fit into the dress. Like it is what it right. is. I mean, I just... I feel like there's no right answer here because as an influencer, your job is to post. Right. And if she loses a significant amount of weight. Is she not supposed to post? Yeah. And then people would come at her for not posting. And then, do you know Half-Baked Harvest? The food. She's a food influencer girl. She has like, I don't know, a lot of recipes and whatever. And a lot of people come at her for being very, very skinny. Okay. And so it's one of those things where it's like she she usually is in her content, even though it's her usually cooking or baking or whatever. Um, and all anyone can focus on is how she looks and not what she's making. And it's one of those things where it's like, well, what do you want? Like, what do you want her to do? Honestly. Right. Like, I understand, like, if someone is struggling with some, like, a eating disorder or whatever it is, like, you want that person to get help. But... Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like... Are fat people not allowed to post then? I know. It, that's what a lot of people were saying. Because so basically the, where it came to a head was when she was in St. Bart's, she posted like a bunch of photos of her at the beach. Is this but Meredith? Then, yes. But then yeah. she posted a video of herself. And that's when people get really upset where it's like in this video you can blatantly see like it's like rib cage like fully and it was kind of intense. And people were like, it, this literally looks like an ad for anorexia. Like that's what people were saying. Not, yeah. not that I necessarily agree with that, but people were like coming at her. There was that, some people that were just like, eat a burger, you look too skinny. But then there were other people who were like, no, this is damaging. Like you cannot put this online. This is like, this is bad. Like this is literally glamorizing anorexia. Let's not be posting this. This is in the early 2000s. Like everyone was saying this stuff. And it's tough because I'm reading this and on one hand, I'm like, I will admit where there are times when I've seen a picture of a girl that's like so thin and there's a part of me that's like, oh, like, I don't look like that, right? But there's but always going to be like, people but there's always gonna thinner be someone, than you, and yes. there's always going to be people fatter than well, that's you. That's what I was just going to say. So but I've like, also walked down the street before and seen a girl exactly. with a perfect body, and I'm like, wow, I wish I looked like like you can't you can't protect yourself, right. or like you can't put. This is like might sound insensitive. I'm just speaking about my journey. I guess I'm not trying to like tell you what to do. I get it. Some things are triggering, but there reached a point where I had to be like, I can't fully put that on someone else. Like if I am like, I can get triggered by anything I see. I could turn on my TV and I could see a girl that looks a certain way and I'm 
you know, like, ugh, like I wish I looked like that. Walking down the street, walking into my office, going to Miami in a few months, you're going to see a million girls that are 20 pounds thinner than you, that have 20 times better hair than you, have better makeup, better clothes, whatever. There's always going to be something. I do completely understand as someone who struggled with disordered eating before in my life, um, I know that it's a constant battle and it's really hard. And I know it's especially difficult when you see people and it feels like, okay, like, are they glamorizing this? I don't know. I, I, I kind of understand where people are coming from, but I think the reverse that is like, what if, I mean, I don't, I can't speak for her cause I have no idea what she's going through, but what if she is currently dealing with an eating disorder, right? Like what if, and we all know that what comes with that is a lot of body dysmorphia. I mean, I look at pictures of myself when I was at my thinnest and I'm like, wow, I looked so different at the, when I looked in the mirror, I didn't see that. I thought that, you know, I needed to lose weight. Like, mm-hmm. I think that when you go through that, what other people are seeing isn't what you're seeing. So she might be posting these videos, literally not even thinking that she looks underweight, right? So I think that there's so many different sides to it. Um, I think that if you want to protect your like yourself and your peace, like unfollow or like mute notifications for someone, don't follow someone. If you're like, wow, seeing their content is literally triggering me. Because I do understand that like that can happen. I don't think we have to like fully put it on that person because they could be dealing with a million things themselves mentally. Um, I know Lana Rhodes is another one that's like mm-hmm. under some fire right now for that. She's been posting photos where she looks like it's it's kind of it, it honestly maybe a but little, that's been addressed. Yes. Like we know, like even Mike Malak has talked, like her yeah. ex boyfriend has talked about it. Like and it, and it is really sad to see. Like yes. she just gave and, birth and yeah. It's it's really I saw pictures and th- there was a part of me where I was like wow like I I felt concerned for her yeah obviously I didn't comment on it but she literally posted on her Instagram story like two days ago she was like listen I see all the comments and it's not making it any better and she was like I've been dealing with a very severe eating disorder for two years and she was like I understand I'm aware of it and the comments aren't making it better um, which I thought it was kind of bold for her to say that she just like posted it was like a black background and she just wrote that out she was like listen I see your comments like I get it. This is what I'm struggling with. And I was like, wow, like they are struggling with it too, right? Like even the person posting. And then obviously people followed up being like, well, if you're aware of it, then stop glamorizing it by posting it. So then it's like. Is that glamorizing though? Just by posting? Like that's, I think the question is like, what again, it goes back to the intention. What is the person? What is the celebrity or influencer? Yeah. Like when they are posting, what is their intention? Is it to start a new skinny trend? Yeah, that's like, the thing. Like, what is their intention? Are they trying to glamorize it? Like, I highly it? doubt that that's what they are doing. That's a really good point. Like, are they trying to glamorize it? Or is it like, all right, they're going through maybe a difficult time. Maybe not. I have no idea. It's it's hard to know what's going on with someone mentally. But, like, they're just posting their life as it happens to be right now in its most accurate form. And is it the most healthy? Maybe not. Are they going through something? Maybe. But the same way that I feel like maybe we expect people to be really honest about their lives when they're going through things that aren't weight-related— and we're like, oh my gosh, yeah, post, you know, so X, Y, and Z, or your, like, you know, some of your struggles you're going through, et cetera. Like, should they not be allowed to also post their lives as they are if maybe they're a little underweight or un- overweight or whatever that might yeah. look like? I don't know. It's it's really, really difficult to navigate. I just feel like I've seen so much of it lately. Yeah. Um, it's also hard to, like, talk about it when you're not on the other side of it yet. Yeah. Like, when you're in the thick of it, it's... It, That's a good point. Like, I don't know what you want them to say or do. Like, you can't really speak on it until you see the light at the end of the tunnel. And for a while, it can be a really, really dark, long tunnel. So, and yeah. and this could even be health-related. Like, it doesn't have to be so true disordered eating. It could literally be a health problem, and that person's not ready to share with the world that maybe they're, they just found out that they were diagnosed with something that caused yeah. them to drop a lot of weight. Like, you just never know. That's a really so I just think good point. At the end of the day, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't yeah. say anything at all. There are a million things. Click unfollow. Yeah. Mute. There's people I have, un- but my sister and I have talked about this before. There are people I have unfollowed. They didn't do anything wrong to me, but whatever they were posting made me feel some type of way. And I was like, all right, I just gotta unfollow them. I followed and, a and lot no- of Instagram model girls. Yeah. Because I was like, I just like, I, don't I don't want to see maybe it. Maybe I don't need to see it. Like I'm sitting there. It is a Wednesday afternoon. I'm at work. Why am I gonna ruin my, my own day? My makeup is <laughs> melting off of my face. I just ate while, like, literally while I was in a meeting, probably nothing healthy. And I, you know, check my Instagram and I see someone with a six pack at the beach. Maybe I don't need to see that. It's not their problem. I just need to unfollow them. That's okay. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, I think we're all going through shit. But I do think that 
I think that I always have to go back to the idea of like, you really can't judge someone until you've walked, you know, 10 miles in their shoes. And we just don't truly know what someone else's experiences are like, what they're going through. It doesn't take away from like what you're going through, but they are also going through something. I think it's so easy to like look at someone else's life, see the highlight reels, see the traveling they're doing, like seeing me like, well, if I had that body, I'd be happy. If I had that life, I'd be happy. Like in the end of the day, we are all going through things. Like it's part of being a human being. Um, we all, we all have things and we don't all have the same things, but we all have things that we struggle with. And I think we just got to be kind to ourselves. Um, I often find, I know we've talked about this before, that when I don't feel like I like myself or I don't feel kind to myself, it's oftentimes can kind of reflect onto others. If I'm having a bad day and I'm not feeling like great about eight myself. eight-year-olds with an umbrella. Yeah. Oh, okay, I wasn't even going there, but I guess <laughs> I'm it's, kidding. it's coming full circle. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like if I'm having a day where I'm not feeling great about myself and I'm waking up like wrong side of the bed, looking in the mirror, not like, like liking what I'm seeing, I feel like I don't go into the world wanting to radiate positivity and like yeah. spend time with people. Like I, I get it. We've all been there. I don't know. What's the saying? If we all put our own problems in a pot and saw each other's problems, we'd pick our own problem back up. Yeah, exactly. Like, when you, like see, when you see what someone else is going through, you're like, all right, I guess I'll, yeah. I'll take whatever it is that I have. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. And I think that if you are, you know, in any way struggling with like, um, you know, not loving, you know, what you're seeing in the mirror, not loving, you know, whether it's, you know, you're feeling like you're underweight, overweight, what, whatever that might be. I get it. I feel like we've, we've both been there. Mm-hmm. Um, this doesn't like solve the problem, but I guess the last thing I'll say on it is this. Someone gave me this advice um, a while ago and it it's really stuck with me and I can't stop thinking about it. And I'm, I think about it every morning now when I look in the mirror because I went through periods Michael see me do this, where I would literally wake up, look in the mirror and go, ugh, like literally audibly. And one time Michael saw me doing it and he was like, is that how you start your day? And I was like, yes. And he was like, that's terrible. Like, that is so terrible. And I was like, I know, I just can't help it. But what it is, is that it is really, really hard to heal a body that you don't love. And mm. I, that really hit me hard. And that could be anything, that could be mental, physical, whatever it is. It's hard to heal something when you don't love it. So I feel like I spent so long, you know, I want to heal my body. I want to like I want to heal my gut. I want to heal my myself mentally, but it's like but I'm sitting here hating the thing that I'm looking at in the mirror. Like that's the first step. Is like literally being like no no no, like I want to heal you because I love you. You got to first like I know it's so cliché, love yourself, but like it really has to be the first step. A lot of these other things can kind of blossom from that. I love that. Look at you just ending this pod on a high note. <laughs> With that's really great advice, honestly. Yeah. It puts things into perspective. Like when you're trying to fix something and it's not working and you don't know why, well, maybe take a step back and ask yourself, right. do I like me? Yeah, it's like, do I like me? And it's, that doesn't mean that like, oh, I'm, I'm, I have it all figured out. You could be like, oh, I still am dealing with this or I still feel like I need to put on weight, lose, whatever that is. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. that's aside from it. First, just like love yourself. So I think that's why like you see an Instagram of some girl and she looks like way too skinny. It's like that girl needs to focus on loving herself. Like don't be saying things that's going to make, make the problem. It's going to make it harder for her. Yeah. Let's all be kind. Let's all be gentle and let's have a great week. Boom. Boom. Roasted. Just kidding. (laughs) All right, baddies. We love you so much. If you liked what you heard, follow us on Instagram. It's at drinks after work underscore follow us on tiktok it's at drinks after work no underscore and if you're a girl in the boston area looking to make new friends join our private facebook group and become a boston baddie today yes join linked in our ig bio yeah it's so much fun such a great community of girls looking to do things in the city if you're looking for a new roommate there are always girls looking for new roommates looking to get drinks with the girls Drinks with the girls. Drinks with the girls. Or mocktails with the girls. Or mocktails with the girls. Mocktails with girls. For dry January. Should we do mocktails after work? Should we just have a rebrand? We change it to (laughs) mocktails after work. It doesn't have the same ring, though. No, it doesn't. All right, we'll we'll workshop it. All right, right, we love you, baddies. Bye. Bye.